now, I've got a little moral dilemma for you. I okay. want to see which way your moral compass is pointing you to. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, the situation is, and a friend of mine was talking to me about this the other day. Um, so your good friend's partner comes and hits on you, right? Mm-hmm. So his wife's friend made some advances towards him. Now, I wasn't, first of all, when I heard it, I thought, well, clearly the wife's friend might be having some sort of issue if she's got any interest in you, mate. <laughs> but it was legitimate. And I said, the advances were genuine. He goes, mate, she put the hard word on me. Oh. She hit me up, right? Had a couple of drinks and hit him up. And he's now trying to work out how he's going to deal with it with his wife. Right. So he sort of knocked back the advances, which is what he told me. I don't quite believe him. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> okay. if he had a little dip the toe in the ocean. But I would ask that mm. question to you, Erin. So one of Tex and Tracy's good friends yep. shows a little bit of interest. Yep. What would you do? Well, I'm not interested. I know you're not, but yeah. how would you deal with the scenario? I would make it very obvious that I wasn't interested back very quickly. Yeah, and how but would you do that? But you've got to figure out, are they actually making, like that's what you've got to make sure yep. that you are 100% clear Let's of that say, are hitting on you. Right. Uh, okay, so they come up to you and they go, Aaron, you are red hot. I want to take you home to bed. Right. Now that's, you don't need to worry about where there's a gray area here. This is black and white. Okay. Man. So right. it is very, very obviously right. clear. Right. So I'll do it. Right. Okay. Hey, Aaron. How you going? Hey, um, while Tracy's just going to get some lunch and that, you're, you're red hot. I want to take you to bed, right? So I'd probably, don't, do not cut that and use that inappropriately oh, wow. any other we way. Oh, wow. We've got some real good audio right. in the future. But if someone hit, so there's no problems working out whether they're being sort of flirtatious. They are yeah. wham, bam, thank you, man. Look, I'd be really disappointed and I'd probably say, if Tracy's really your best friend, there is no way you'd be saying that to me. Yeah, but they have. And I would so say that. Would I'm very it? disappointed. Would you go and tell yep. your wife? Yes, or I would. would. You, t- you would? Yes, I so would. So just get him out of your life. Yep. Shane? Uh, let's go. What time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. Isn't it weird how women and men think so well, differently? That is a big difference because I would imagine, and the, uh, look, I would imagine everyone mm-hmm. publicly go, oh, no, no, I would definitely say no. There would certainly be some people that would take up the offer. There is no doubt oh, yeah. there are people with compromised principles. Yeah. Um, if you weren't happy in your relationship, probably. Yeah, you might decide just mm. to have a little go there. Mm. Um, when I've had a look on our Facebook page, because the little moral dilemma is up there, there is a lot of, um, I would punch them. Mm. Or I would uh, go and tell my partner immediately. Yep. Smack them in the mouth and tell the bestie why their partner is minus a few teeth. But it'd be one of those ones, I, I you know how I'd handle it. Mm. I'd say, well, listen... If you're that keen, you need to go and tell your husband what you've just done, mm. or I will tell him. Yeah. But then the problem is they might go and tell him another story. And exactly. Advances yep. on them. Yep. Mm. God, that's yeah. It would happen. Um, eight three hundred one zero two three. I'd love to know: has it happened to anyone who is up and about early? Mm. Did your partner's friend hit on you? I would say and maybe get them to it? say. Yeah. To, I'm thinking about my situation again. I'll say, hey, can you yep. ask me that again while Tracy's right next to me? And if oh. you can do it, yep. we'll chat. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. If, if you can do it, menage a trois. Yeah. So here's the moral dilemma that you've just given me. Yep. Okay. Tracy, my wife's best friend, comes up to me and says this. Hey, Aaron, you're red hot. I want to take you to bed. Okay. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> Stop cutting me up and making me say things I didn't say. Uh, one of my good mates, Fog, mm. uh, his wife, mm. 
her friend has put it on him. Now, he okay. has denied that anything happened and that he wouldn't get involved and he said, you know, I put a stop to it. Yep. I'm not quite sure about that. But anyway, um, I gave you the moral dilemma. Mm. What would you do in that scenario? Gay Lee from Anglevale. Good morning, Gay Lee. How are you doing? Good morning. Thanks. Good, thanks. Excellent. All right, Gay Lee, what happened? Um, why on holidays with my best friend? Mm. She actually put the hardware on my husband. <gasps> Gay Lee, how, how long have you been friends for? We've been friends for about five or six years prior to this happen. Mm. Um, she was a bridesmaid in my wedding. <gasps> Oh as well. Um, Gailey, can I ask, was, was she married? Was her husband away with you at this time as well? Yes, and he happened to be my husband's best friend. Oh, no. Oh, no. And so what happened, Gailey? Um, well, me and her hus- um, husband, we decided to stay back and look after the children. We both had two children at the time. Yeah. And so they went off fishing. And she actually told him, that she felt that um, she married the wrong person. She actually had the hots for somebody else. And he actually married the wrong woman. Oh. Oh, then he's going, oh, hang on, you're talking about me. Um, At first he didn't put two, two together. Mm. Yeah. And then he eventually did, and he came back and told me. And I sort of had a bit of a giggle at it because I said, oh, I always knew she had the hots for you (laughs) anyway. Yeah. And next morning we skedaddled really quick. Wow. Oh, you just packed up and left. Yeah, because we were staying at their holiday home. Oh. So the next, we were meant to leave the next morning, but we left a lot earlier than expected. So we sort of went, oh, we're leaving. Gailey, did you want to confront her about it first? Um, I just didn't see the point. In, I knew she had the hots for him mm-hmm. um, before we even got married. Um, but it was yeah. sort of, I sort of went, I, I felt sorry for my husband, actually. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow. He was he was put in that situation and he sort of had to sort of, you know, um, you're my best friend, uh, you know, yeah. like my best friend and this is my best friend Yes, mm. and you're the wife to him. Yeah. Um, Gaila, oh, are, are you still friends with this couple? Um, not anymore. Um, she, we had a few more incidents after that, what they'd done to me. And oh, Jesus. That was the end of it. Oh, oh, God, well, they sound like on wonderful people, Gay Lee. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, Gay Lee, good, your husband was not even tempted in any way either yeah. by the sound of it, which is great. No, he came straight back and told me straight away. So, Oh, well, yeah. you caught the best fish, all right? Exactly. <laughs> well done. Yeah, well done, Gay Lee. Thanks for your call. You're welcome. Have it- a great day, guys. So to my wife, Tracy, yesterday did something that, well, she was going to now get one step closer to being able to get back to mm. Dallas, Texas to see her family, and that yep. was to go get vaccinated. Oh. Mm. Where'd she go to? Went to Wayville. Well, I actually booked in last night. It took me about two minutes to book into Wayville. Mm-hmm. I'm going Monday, and then I could book the second jab, which was a few weeks later. Yep. So I'm looking forward to that. Maz, you've been? Yeah, I got mine done on Friday. Mm-hmm. So um, and, and so efficient, so quick. I yeah. was in and out within 25 minutes, and that mm. included the 10-minute waiting period, you know, after right. yep. after getting your jab. Really um, simple, yep. really easy. Um, my wife, Tracy, sent me a, a text afterwards. She said, oh, my God, I've just been vaccinated. I'm so emotional. I'm keeping on my sticker. Yes. Which is that she had sticker? It said two uh, two p.m. forty uh, yeah two forty seven p.m. That was the right. time she was allowed to leave, and she wore it all night. Well, because she's just so proud and happy. Yeah, she said she was one step closer. Really? She just said, "I just feel like you know now that I'm vaccinated, she yeah. will be able to get on a plane as soon as she can and just go home." Yeah, I, yeah. I can't even imagine what it'd be like not being able to see your family mm. for a long period of time. Mm. It's been a, a rough well, time for her. It's been five hundred and seventy one days. Oh my God. 
So it'll be two years on the 1st of December since um, she's gotten back to see her family. Yep. Um, her parents both turned 70 this year, so she missed that. And I just, oh, I was thinking about it last night, and Tracy's obviously been struggling with homesickness. Um, yep. There are so many people out there that still today haven't seen their family. Like, yeah. I think it's been 2019 since we went back to, to Dallas. Is that right? Mm. Wow. And that just feels like such a long time ago. Um, do you know, I reckon it must be hard as a parent, and my wife, Kate, and I have talked about mm. this, that if you your kids fall in love with someone who lives overseas, mm. yep. um, and, you know, obviously for Tracy's mm. parents, they have that because you, you've got to say mm. goodbye and you've got to mm. let them go and live their mm. life and do that. Yep. But, God, that would be so tough. Mm. I, I, I Every day I feel sad for Tracy. Like yeah. she, she off cries at least once a day, and oh. I get so emotional talking about it because I can imagine if I wasn't without my mm. family for for you know almost two years, mm. yeah. and so everybody out there that has family that they're missing, I just re- really feel bad for you. You yeah. know, I just hope the government could just somehow figure out a roadmap uh, yeah. to get back overseas. Absolutely, and 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 having these vaccinations is is part of that. You know, the sooner yeah. we can get everyone vaccinated. Um, we'll hmm. be able to get on a plane. How good will it be yeah. you know, to just go away and yep. have a holiday? I'm a little bit worried, though, oh. when we do get back, that she probably won't ever leave to come back to Australia. Oh. She might stay there. No, she loves <laughs> well, you too much. <laughs> you know, the other thing is she's got a reasonable Phillips family. She's with this... 414 Phillipses mm. living in your street yeah. with your mum across the road. You know, that's, and, and that's one dad. thing with, with, with Tracy is that everybody yeah. says, you know, you're so lucky to be in Australia. And she is, and she feels very fortunate. We're so lucky to be here. We're so lucky to be in Adelaide, but it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make up for the fact no, that she's, family. she's, her family's all over there. Yeah. Sorry, it's really hard for me to talk about because she's struggling. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and you're used to sort of living between, mm. you know, the countries, aren't you? Cause yeah, you, mm, it's it's a tricky thing. Well, this could be a uh, fantastic Christmas. So the the hope is that uh, you, Trace, and all the kids can get home and see her mum and dad. Oh yeah, as soon as those borders open up, <laughs> we're going. We're out of here. <laughs> see you later. Well, I might not be coming to mix for a couple of days. Right. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Just be careful, mm. though, because there will be litres and litres of milk waiting for you to drink. Oh, God. Tracy, because we know how much her family love their mm. milk. So, yeah, Tracy, I'm really yeah. proud of you. Everyone getting vaccinated. It really helps people um, like Tracy to be able to get home. So, thank you. Well, I'm sure she's very lucky to have you and all the kids to uh, to help her before she gets that chance later in the year. Oh, we love you. We love you guys. Literally, I have to tell you to take your clothes off and you just have to do it. <laughs> That's the power of a nurse. Of Please welcome Adelaide's own Nurse Georgie. Good morning, Nurse Georgie. Lovely to see you again. Good day. How yes. are you going? Going well. i got such a good story for you this week, yeah. guys. So your kids are all still primary school and under. Oh, yes. Wait till you get to high school. All it's right. a joy. What are yours done? So... Uh, my Tom and Bob, that's year 10, year 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just picked them up from school, and I don't normally do that, but on the way home I get a call from the year 11, 12 principal, 10, yeah. 11, 12 principal, mm-hmm. Mr. Glossop. So we're on speakerphone in the car, and he says, I, I need to talk to you about your son. Now, right. I don't know which son it is at this point, but I'm not having both of them listen to the other one get yeah. told off. So I said, I'll tell you what, I'll call you back in 10 minutes. Yeah. So then I'm in the car, and I say to the boys, right, here's how it's going to work. You tell me what you've done. Yeah. <laughs> you tell me what you've done and I will stay out of it and I'll just let school school it. Yeah. 
if you don't tell me what you've done or you've done something wrong and you make it sound like it was someone else's fault, I'm going to yeah. have to parent and no one likes it when I parent, least of all me. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone hates me parenting. Let's just leave it, right? So I'm thinking, what have they done? So they're quiet for a bit. And then the big one, Tom, 16, he goes, um, look, I've stopped using punctuation in capital letters at school. I just... <laughs> Because, and I, I'm trying to create a movement where we all do it. <laughs> what? And I said, exactly my response. And so I said, what? And he said, well, look, you're an author and you're always saying how pointless it is. And I said, yeah, I know. And he said, I said, but you do need, it's a difference between I help my, hun- my Uncle Jack off a horse and I help my Uncle Jack off a horse. It's different. Yeah. They're, they're very different things. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so that, was, that was his. So I thought we're done then. But then Bob, the younger one, goes, um, actually, I've, um, I've got an Instagram page about how rubbish is our school and I put on pictures of things that are broken around the school. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'm like, no. so I, I don't even know where I stand uh, on that. All I'm, I'm like, school sort your stuff out. I'm like, either get rid of the page or tag school services in it yeah, and get them to fix it. You know, like one yeah, or the other. Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, I think, well, no one's really got hurt in any of this. You know, it's, yeah. it's school can parent that. Uh, get home and both the boys are just papping it, waiting to see if it's mm. them. So get home, Mr. Glossop calls again. And... Uh, it's neither of these things. It's, it's no, it's actually a bit of praise. So they both dobbed themselves in for nothing. It's what's happened is the bigger one was part of a big Skype chat or whatever they yep. use now, Snapchat mm-hmm. thread that turned a bit toxic and was taken yep. into the school. And Tom was a bit of a hero and sorted a few people out on the chat. Then someone went him hard and the school wanted to know if he was all right. So I call Tom in and I get Mr Glossop on the speakerphone. I go, "Uh, Tom, Mr Glossop's just giving you a bit of praise uh, about the chat you're in. And he went, yeah, Mr Glossop, did I use punctuation in that chat? (laughs) 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 That is wonderful. So you've now got a bit of mail on both of them. Yes. Wow. I like that Instagram page. Be the change you want to see. (laughs) Exactly. I'm going to follow it. Nurse Georgie, always a pleasure to have you here. My face. Cheers, guys. Yay or nay? Ready to go, Shane Lowe? I reckon. Are you guys ready to go? Oh, mate, fit and firing. Great. Well, let's get straight into it. Thumb up or thumb down? First topic this morning is eating alone at restaurants. Three, two, one. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Nothing better. Just quiet time. Don't have to share your meal with anyone. Don't have Absolutely to talk to anybody. fantastic. Read a book. Yep. Just take it easy. Going to the movies on your own. Outstanding. Gee. <laughs> I love this that. This a lot of <laughs> Well, the movies one makes sense because mm. when you go to the movies, you just sit there and watch a movie oh, yeah. in the dark. Yep. But having dinner on your own, I think, is just brilliant. I find mm. it liberating. How about um, when you're sitting at those restaurants, you've got, uh, you're with somebody and somebody yep. who's really close next to you is on their own. You know, the tables are yeah. so close, you might as well just be dining together. Do you ever invite them over no. or you just let them sit alone? Let them sit alone. Okay. Do you? Well, no, because now I know there's people like you out there. I wouldn't definitely not. They may choose to be alone. <laughs> Maybe. There you go. Because every time I order something at a restaurant, Mrs. So looks over and goes, 
well, that looks good. And I go here, and I have to go to hand the plate over, and she'll just haul through half of it, and then go. Would you like to try some of mine? I go no, because I would have ordered that if that's yeah. what I actually wanted. What I wanted is what you've just eaten half of. Yeah, you definitely need to eat alone. Yeah. All right. Second topic this morning. Well, the New South Wales government uh, wants to abolish the nine to three school days and is trialling staggered school starts for primary school. So what that means is the schools mm. will be allowed to choose their times in. Con- consultation with the parents. Right. So the second yay and nay this morning is changing yeah. school hours. Three, two, one. Go. Yay. No. So what are we, nine to three? Yeah, yeah, definitely seven to seven. What? Yeah, no, like seven to seven. <laughs> I could run with that. I thought if you, if you went earlier, say eight, and you mm. went eight till two, I'd go, that'd be a disaster. Yeah, no. Because then I've got to pick them up at two rather than three, so I mm. lose an hour in my day. It'd be like reverse daylight savings. Yeah. Oh. I, reckon, I reckon eight till three. Is that pushing it? No, I think that's good. Right. I think kids need a bit more discipline. I think my kids need to spend more time. In fact, I, I said to Mrs. Soda the other day, if if we won Cross mm-hmm. Lotto, um, I'd send him to a boarding school down around the corner <laughs> and just get them to come home occasionally when I felt like it. But they could stay at the boarding school, but they'd only be a two-minute drive away. You are shocking. But you were a teacher. What if um, they changed it to eight till three instead of nine till three? How would you handle that? Oh, as a teacher, well, it just means more work. Hmm. Yeah, you probably wouldn't get any more money, would you? No, probably not. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be into that. <laughs> All right, third topic this morning is coriander. Oh. Three, two, one. Nay with Yay. a capital N. What? Oh, coriander. It's terrible. Mate, it's fresh and it's vibrant. It, it just, a bit of co- coriander chopped oh. up and put, say, on top of your curry. It just freshens that. It gives no. it a... What? No. 20, 20% of the population is genetically offended by this horrendous herb. And I'm one what? of them. That's terrible. You just, just made that up. No, what that is fact. How can you be genetically offended? Because, you know, coriander genetically affects 20% of the population. What, I don't really what? know how to answer that. Just reverse oh. the kind of question. What, <laughs> what sort of genetic effects? What it do you just mean? does. Like, it's actual it? fact okay. that 20% of the population... Right. Cannot right. uh, and, tolerate and, and coriander. Are you in that twenty percent? Yes, I'm. Right. There's a. I'm in the one percent of people that just as soon as I look at it, I feel like gagging. Why? Because it's horrible. What are you Is eating it, it with? Do you put it on things? Or people just... hide it in my salads and stuff. When I oh. and I go, I say, please no coriander. Like, don't even make it in the same room. Oh, in God. fact, is there coriander here? I'm leaving. Listen, what what, what, is, what is it? Do you feel sick? Does it, it smell bad? It's Does it taste bad? like soap and oh, old fish? I don't know about the old fish, but it definitely soap. Yep. Yep. We'll leave it at that. Yep. I'll coriander that. is a nay. Coriander, yay. You like old fish. Well, we just heard you sing. Yeah, 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 you did. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was invited to perform at the Adelaide Cabaret Festival by default. Uh, yep. Mark Trevorrow, of course, uh, he was meant to be performing, a.k.a. Bob Down. Uh, Bob joins us now. Bob, you did hear some of that singing. Uh, your thoughts? Oh, I, I think I think you've got potential. I really do. Bob? To do what? As a cleaner. As a cleaner. We need, we need a cleaner every night at the Spiegel tent. How are you going there? Oh. Are you good with a can of, you know, with a bottle of spray and wipe? That was terrible, wasn't it? Well, poor Fran. Oh, She's no. so stressed out. She's doing such a hard job. And you teased her. You spun it out. Oh, it was agony. Oh, it was like, oh. And and then when you sang, is there any blood out of my ear? Yeah. Hang on. It's dripping on the, on the desk. Let's just, just find out. This was... The, this was the singing, in case you missed it a little This is my song, friend. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, have a listen. Right? Got chills. They're multiplying. 
We were at a meeting and he's like, oh, I couldn't do it, could I? <laughs> and he was like, I think I could. Oh, then I was like, what song less. could I sing? Yeah. And with Wilsey. Uh, Bob, what, what I actually thought of was um, just take that iconic move from Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Mm. You know, at the time of my life. Mm-hmm. And I could hold Wilsey up. Now listen, she's just had a knee operation, all right? So just go easy. <laughs> go easy. God, she's been wonderful. As she says, she's the oldest person yep. performing at, at the festival, the Cabaret Festival. She's 70 plus GST. <laughs> <laughs> um, give us a little understanding of uh, Adelaide tonight with Bob Down and Wilsey. We're recreating and paying tribute to that wonderful show that was that Wilsey was a part of yep. from 1967 mm-hmm. to 1973-74. So we're recreating... A variety tonight show and so every mm. night me and Wilsey introduce two or three fabulous guests we've been changing the lineup every week yep. so every week we have a different set of songs a different set of special guests and the same jokes <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a clever way to do it yeah. totally. don't change your material just oh, change nice. the people yeah Bob Down okay Mark Devorah um, thank you so much for coming in mate now uh, you and Wilsey are on tonight in the Spiegel yep. tent uh, through to Saturday week the three with yep. a brand new lineup. fabulous every week we've had incredible guests it's been quite amazing and a fabulous live band awesome and by the way mm. really good heating in the Spiegel tent just in case you worried great fantastic well thank you mate so much for coming in tickets are through Bass if uh, there's an empty spot on the bill on Saturday night I can always do your John Travolta if you like that's true but we might be running over so just, <laughs> um, I don't want to disappoint you there <laughs>